Hello and salam. Welcome to Muslim Viewpoint, a new podcast series powered by American Muslim Today, a groundbreaking nonprofit digital newspaper which champions civic engagement. AMT informs and empowers the diverse voices of almost 30 million Muslims here in the US and other Western countries. I'm Rifat Malik, I'm AMT's editor in chief, and today we're looking at how COVID is still impacting our lives, and we have crucial updates on the health scare that's still a factor in public health since the pandemic began in 2020. The US has officially recorded more than 100 million confirmed COVID cases, but the actual number is probably at least twice as high. As we enter a new year, the virus keeps mutating into more transmissible variants, making it even more difficult to control. About 400 people a day are still dying from the virus, and about 5,000 are being admitted to the hospital each day. I'm going to discuss more about this with our producer, Maya, uh, who uh, has been researching the topic and looking at the latest media headlines. Um, tell us what we need to know, Maya. Uh, thank you. So several states are struggling to keep up with the number of people being admitted to the hospital for COVID, flu, or RSV infections. The Guardian newspaper reported that after holiday gatherings, officials are concerned about the spread of RSV, flu, and COVID and what they are calling a triple-demic. The CDC reported an increase in COVID cases after the Thanksgiving holiday and another one in the week leading up to Christmas. Hospitals across the nation have felt the strain of this triple-demic. Florida has been dealing with a three-month peak in COVID hospitalizations, according to the Palm Beach Post. Most of the infections are due to the Omicron subvariant. Uh, the Florida outlet says less than one in 10 eligible Floridians have received the latest shots designed for the subvariants. The Washington Post also reported a slight surge in cases after Thanksgiving, but it was not as severe as last year's increase in 2021. In Houston, Texas, Omicron variants were found in wastewater, suggesting a mini surge, according to the Houston Chronicle. These nationwide upticks resulted in President Biden announcing his plan to send free at-home COVID tests in the mail. We also spoke to COVID specialists, pulmonologists, and American Muslim Today's Community Health Education Director, Dr. Amir Khan, about the importance of getting vaccinated. Here's what he had to say. If people have gotten vaccinated, why is COVID still spreading? COVID is still spreading because not everyone got vaccinated. Number one. Number two, a virus is known to mutate. And... Uh, it's like influenza or flu. Uh, even though everyone gets the flu vaccine, a lot of people get the flu vaccine. Why do why does flu still occur in the community? And then why does why can you why do you sometimes get it even though you've had a vaccine of the flu? And the answer to the question to both of them, both of them, is that the virus mutates, and we've seen that with. COVID as well. The COVID virus is mutating as well. Um, and, and I think in a nutshell, that's the answer. That it's going to keep on mutating. It's again coming down to the fact that if you're vulnerable, um, you're going to need to get vaccinated regularly. And who is um, vulnerable? The, 
in the lung clinic, I'm seeing people who have lung problems is one. Um, if you have been a smoker and COPD, if you've got a history of asthma and your family history has allergens, if you have scarring in the lung and bronchiectasis, people with a, term, a condition called cystic fibrosis, which is scarring again. And then people who are generally immunocompromised are HIV patients and those who are immunosuppressive medication. Sometimes, so all of these people are vulnerable. Uh, they would need extra precautions and they would need extra medications. And why are vaccines important for um, vulnerable populations and everyone as well when it comes to stopping the spread of the virus? There is reported 30 million people in China right now who are undergoing or having COVID COVID, uh, spread. And the the answer to the question is if you don't get mass population uh, vaccinated, you're going to end up seeing a surge and you're going to see the virus get to you some one way or the other. The question is, if the virus gets to you, are you in a condition of fighting the virus? Because everyone's going to get exposed. And what we have seen that your chances of fighting the virus is many times better, I don't want to say 100 times better, but many times better, unable to quantify it, if you are vaccinated versus you're not vaccinated. I'll give you another example which you could put in. Even in my practice right now, I have four people who are off with COVID. But they're all very comfortable and home and isolated only because they've been vaccinated. Right, so if they hadn't been vaccinated, um, what do you think would would have happened? We're still seeing patients in the hospital, my dear. All the, these are the patients that they're in a much worse shape. They're in much needing much more oxygen, and their lungs are much more damaged than people who are not vaccinated. They just do bad. They're not able to fight any infection. Why are booster doser oh my gosh, booster doses essential for combating the subvariants like the Omicron and things like that? Because it's so far we've seen our population versus other populations, wherever whatever infections we've got, our infections, uh COVID infections particularly, the corona, has more or less the variants and strains so far all have been covered. And I think going forward, as they see more mutations of the virus, they're going to modify the vaccine a little bit. So the newer vaccines are a little bit more or better equipped as well to combat even the variants. So we have all of the variants covered right now. And I think that's that's a big, big advantage of why, that's a, Maya, that's a big advantage living in the U.S., um, a lot of other countries have not developed. Even China is struggling. Right, and so why do you think that is? Uh, like, how how can our country develop the vaccines necessary faster than I, other countries? I think the question really is: we should keep investing in research 
um, uh, researching newer techniques to develop the vaccine, as well as keep an eye on the enemy. The virus mutates, so we should be watchful about the mutations that are occurring and make sure that we are ahead of the game and don't do what we did last time, let it spread and then get on top, but to keep monitoring, to keep ourselves safe and to keep developing techniques to kill virus uh, and its strains. Um. And then, okay, so obviously we're going to keep having vaccines that we have to get. Um, and there have been reports about, you know, people having vaccine fatigue and it affecting other types of vaccines that are, that don't, that don't have to do with COVID. Um, so what should people do to feel comfortable and safe and, um, you know, what, like, yeah, why should, why should people feel comfortable getting vaccinated? Even if it's not for COVID. You have to keep an eye on the bio profile of the vaccines. There are millions of people who have been vaccinated so far. And there is, it's no brainer now, a year plus on the side effects of reported vaccinations, very, very low. These are astonishing results so far. Um, the people should read the literature. And, and look at on the, the risk of this is the benefits tremendously have been weighing the risks that are associated, which are very little with the vaccine. So if they, if they read the literature and see how a turnaround we've made in the U.S. in terms of getting COVID under control, um, they, they should definitely feel comfortable with using versus not using. Um, I guess last question, I don't know if you want to answer. Why is it important to understand the long-term effects of how COVID um, affects our bodies and our lungs? I think just in general, Maya, we need to make sure that we don't stop doing research in COVID right now. I think that is very important. Um, and I think once we keep, once we're doing research, we're staying ahead of the game. We're far better situation than countries like China, India, um, and other, even um, uh, other countries in the West, including Europe. So it's what you invest will you will get the results at the back end. And since this is a moving target right now, uh, there's just so many things going on with the COVID. I think we just should keep on investing in it and make sure we don't just stop uh, rolling the dice and we don't stop uh, looking after our people. So Maya, tell us about how many people are vaccinated. According to NPR, only 15% of people eligible for the COVID booster have received the shot, which is at a rate lower than the flu vaccine. Uh, these are not the only vaccines people have abandoned. It was also reported that rates for measles and polio shots have declined as well. Experts attribute this decline to what they call vaccine fatigue, meaning people are tired of being told to get vaccinated, therefore neglecting personal and public health. After two years, almost all COVID restrictions have been lifted, therefore leading people to believe we have gone back to normal.
However, the virus continues to spread because not everyone is vaccinated or taking proper precautions when they are ill, um, as Dr. Khan will explain. Um, so only 35% of people over the age of 65 have gotten uh, updated boosters. And three quarters of the COVID deaths in the U.S. are among people in this age group. Um, how can you persuade this demographic to get vaccinated? I think the key is social media and the key is education. I think there's no other way around it. I think people had a lot of apprehensions about the vaccine and it should not exist anymore. So the more we campaign, the better force we put up point, uh, you're going to see results. To under vaccination is believed to be mis- misinformation. This isn't helped by recent uh, moves by social networks like Twitter, which stopped enforcing its COVID misinformation policy. Are you hearing patients' unwarranted fears around vaccination, and how do we counter this? Basically, how do we counter misinformation? Um, I think we should target the patient population. I think the older patient population, middle-aged older people, are very vulnerable. The vulnerable groups need to be targeted first. Uh, the vulnerable lungs and those people who are at high risk should be targeted first because they have a high mortality. So those should be targeted first versus trying to vaccinate kids and stuff, which we don't really need to do. And if we look at patient portraits that are 50-year-old we have today, the ones above 40 above, uh, and especially those with lung issues, they should be targeted. So we should reach out to health um, care institutions, hospitals, practices, and we should continue getting that strong message to put it out in every form of media to to make aware that it to make them aware that this is the information of positive robust data on vaccine now that is available that comes across their eyes. So they and and there will be little steps to persuade uh, their minds that these vaccines are lifesavers. Um, and can help in the long run. So let's talk about long COVID, which is a lingering form of the virus that's afflicting people years down the line. As COVID is a new virus, the long-term effects are largely unknown. Although after almost three years of a pandemic, scientists are now trying to understand the possible lasting symptoms of COVID-19. Fatigue, lung problems, and brain fog are all symptoms of the lasting effects of the COVID-19 virus, as reported by PBS. Research suggests that women are more likely to, more likely to develop long COVID due to being more at risk for developing autoimmune diseases. The same report noted obesity as a risk factor for severe or long-term COVID symptoms, as the virus can reproduce in fat tissue. It is estimated that 30% of those who have had COVID will experience lingering symptoms for about three months after being sick. Well, thanks so much for that roundup, Maya. And it's clear that medical professionals are united in still advocating for the entire population to get vaccinated as the virus continues to mutate. Um, It's also clear that people need to listen to the science behind the medicine and should feel safe knowing that people are vaccinated who are vaccinated make a full recovery from the virus after getting sick. Sick, As immunity from the virus wanes after getting vaccinated, it's important to also stay updated on your booster shots. 
Thank you for joining us this week from Maya and myself. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at American Muslim Today. And if you'd like to read more about this story and access more digital content, feel free to check out our website, AmericanMuslimToday.com. We'll see you next week on The Muslim Viewpoint.